Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. In a world where pandemic has stricken the nation, two guys decided to take it on upon themselves to watch Christmas movies they have not seen before. This is Happy Merry Whatever, the sequel. Merry Harder. Here are your hosts, Patrick Terry and Jeff Hall. Say terrible. I'm not. Uh, you sound like Hartman. Uh, oh. Yeah. oh. Okay, so with, bum, bum, bum. yeah. Without further ado, here is our special guest, my wife, Ruth Hall. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to call you by your maiden name. I don't, and I don't remember which one that is, so we're just going <laughs> to Welcome, Ruth, to the show. It's one with all the syllables. It's one with all the syllables. Uh, so, it's the sequel. We have returned with for another one. I honestly didn't think we had anything to offer until I started watching a bunch of Christmas films. Yeah. That I hadn't seen before. And by the time I got to about seven or eight, I was like, bro, I, I've got enough to do a, another special. And I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I couldn't really tell how, how excited you were with that. <laughs> I well. couldn't, couldn't tell if you were happy or if you pitied me. It, was, it seemed like a little bit of both. Well, you know, when you sent the schedule out and I saw we didn't have a regular episode for this yeah. week, I said, well, I can just focus on Christmas movies. So yeah. it came a little easier. Oh, we should be set for the rest of the for the rest of the year with everything coming out. Yeah. Between now and New Year's. So And I thought this would be a great episode to have Ruth on because she has been piling on the Lifetime and Hallmark movies in the living room. So As is my duty as a woman. As a basic woman. Very, very basic. <laughs> <laughs> So we thought this would be a good episode to bring her on because I've, of course, have wanted to have her on for a while. And it's always kind of hard to do between, you know, between us always having to have one of us having to get our get Grace into bed. Um, luckily, we were able to get her to bed fairly early tonight and make that happen. So yeah. thanks to Grayson for for with the assist. Um <laughs> But yeah, she was a little upset that she didn't get to join too. So, but she'll be all right. Um, so yeah, man, uh, we'll still start this episode like we normally do. Uh, what's new, man? You doing all right? Doing pretty good. Um, well, this week just felt weird, like like a disturbance in the force. I don't know where it was coming from. It just felt weird all mm. week. I don't know why, but um, everything was good. You know, just same routine, work, trying to. Not get sick, and you know that's about it. Okay, cool man. Nothing, nothing exciting. Nothing exciting. Yeah. Nah. I feel you. Yeah, it's pretty much the same here, right? Trying to not get sick. Obviously. Usually. Most days. Mm-hmm. What's new with you? How was your week? I don't remember what I did yesterday. Okay. I'm supposed to ask this because this is what we ask our guests oh. and what we ask each <laughs> they other. They come prepared. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but 
we tried to come prepared. <laughs> Try is the keyword here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we always ask each other um, what's new and you know, check in, make sure everybody's doing okay. Um, I guess one news that I have that uh, not exactly the most holly jolly, but uh, one of my uh, cousins on my mom's side of the family, um, her name's Donna Castle, very, very sweet woman, um, who would do anything for any member of the family if you asked her to, and even if you didn't ask her to, um, just such a good heart. Um, she passed away this week. Um, she ended up testing positive for COVID and waited, um, and was on a ventilator, what, two weeks, roughly? I think it was longer than that. Yeah, two, almost three weeks, and then uh, she passed away the other day um, due to COVID. So her hearts were with her, you know, with my cousin Julie, her daughter, and my cousin John, her son, and then Julie's two kids. Uh, Connor and Jackson and of course uh, my mom who was very close to her and my grandmother too so um, so some unfortunate news there um, however you know we great you know we're we're plugging along Grayson's doing good at dance uh, she finally got her mastered her back bend kickover and uh, I'm, yeah been killing it um, and then, yeah, York's been doing good. Um, we He had gotten a haircut a bit too short, um, although I like it. And I it's, like grown it. up, it's grown on me. Um, but he kind of misses it long because he thinks, I guess, it, will, it makes him look older. I'm not sure. Um, but he, yeah, but he, uh, he uh, was good. Uh, one of the movies I'll talk about tonight will actually fall into, like, a regular episode um, where we... Uh, or we had family movie night and we covered a Christmas movie. But, um, Patrick, we're going to let you go first. And then uh, let Ruth go with her picks second. And then I'll, I'll wind it up with the All last. Right. All right. So, of course, you know, I watched The Christmas Carol. Talked about it last week. Jim Carrey. Um, the Jim Carrey version. Yes. And, um... And I thought it was a decent adaptation, although it for me it kind of got a lost interest after the um, Christmas present ghost appeared, and it mm-hmm. was the disembodied head of Jim Carrey in the flame. Um, I will say that maybe ten plus as far as the age, anybody real young is probably not for kids. Some of the imagery, right. um, but uh, that was the first time I'd watched it. As many of the movies that I'm talking about, I've never watched all the way through or haven't watched at all. Um, That's just to kind of bring in what I talked about last week on that. Now, I also, to bring up Jim Carrey again, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, I never fully completed that version of that movie either. Oh, okay. Um, I love that one. Which, I thought it was was okay. I like the animated original better, Mm -hmm. but... But, you know, Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey thing as the Grinch was entertaining. Um, so which one did you like? Did you Which Jim Carrey Christmas did you enjoy more? Um, I mean, I guess the Grinch. Because, okay. <laughs> um, you know, he's, he, got, he got to get a little more freedom to just kind of do him, do him. And um, 
get the even though he's in the Grinch costume, you know, it's still him. And the previous movie is more animated, so it's a lot of mo caption. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, but I don't know. I just thought of, I, I guess because the animated one was shorter and it's kind of a little more compact with time and just get straight to the story. I felt like it kind of dragged a little, but overall it was still entertaining. Okay. So like that scene with him going through his clothes and his schedule, like yeah. that's the best with the jazzercise. And he really embraced the whole like why I hate people. Oh yeah, you can dynamic, get that like, feeling. <laughs> all of yes. that. Um, I still think I still think the Grinch is just a socially awkward person or you know, whatever. Who villain who villain? I don't know how that works. Um I think he just has some social issues that he needs to just get worked out, and I think he could be a more... I, I think the fact that the town didn't recognize that, I think it could have been a good focus for one of these million versions of it. I mean, those people are pretty easy to hate. Oh, yeah. They're happy all the time, man. <laughs> it's like, no, no matter what he did, it's like they just kept, all right, we're, this this happened, but let's keep chugging along and being happy. And, like, yeah, and he gets okay. all their trash. Because they get yeah. tired of the presents after like a week. Yep. It's kind of like the dog. <laughs> Could be. Comfort dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Max looks just like our dog. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, as far as moving on to the next movie, uh, I went back and watched The Polar Express, which is one that I've seen because my daughter watched it when she was younger. Yeah. And, um, I didn't really like it then, and you know, watching it now, I thought it was okay. It's terrifying. (laughs) Now the animation is just is it's definitely creepy. Like I was looking at the eyes of a lot of the characters. I'm like, man, it's just dead eye all the way through. And then the kids, they're the voices. Yes. I was just like, all right, but I was more accepting of it now than I was when I first watched it. I was probably the other way around. More accepting of it than now. I'm like, no. Yeah. Grayson's like, but I want to watch Polar Express. I'm like, no, we don't. You're like, watch it on your iPad. That's why I downloaded it on iTunes. (laughs) Use my iTunes gift card that was given to me so you could to save me from having to watch it on the big TV. That's a gift in itself. It is. True that. Yep. Yep. Um, then another one that I'd never watched. I never, I never watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, really? Tim Burton. Yeah, I'd, I'd seen clips and scenes, and mm-hmm. it's always popped up on movie lists that I watch on YouTube. But I'd never sat down and just watched the whole thing. Like I think I tried last year, but I just, I just wasn't into it. And so I was more successful this time, and I finished it. And oh, I mean, that's definitely creepy as well. But I think yeah. that was the intent. Yeah, it's Tim yeah. Burton. Yeah, it's Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. But it's um, so much fun though. Such yeah. great music. Such Danny Elfman. See, that's the thing I would I, I forgot. I didn't know there was a lot of singing in it, so I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But nice. I actually liked it. I usually don't like a lot of musicals, for yeah. with a lot of singing movies with a lot of singing. Um, then I watched uh, the night before with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, okay. um, yeah. Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie. Yeah, that which was is a movie. Mind. Yeah, when it came out, I was gonna watch it in theater, but I never made it. So, thanks to FX now, they, they're showing it on that. So, 
spending last night uh, together celebrating Christmas, going out, finding the best party. And then um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character comes across three tickets to the Nutcracker Ball, which is like the, the it party for Christmas Eve. And, you know, he's also trying to rekindle lost love. Uh, Anthony Mackie's character is a found some new fame as an athlete, and but he's kind of let the fame go to his head. And then Seth Rogen's character is now about to be a father for the first time, so he's kind of, due to his um, wife giving him some recreational drugs to have fun, he starts, reality hit him. So he's struggling with, you know. Oh, with that. Yeah. And, um, but I thought it was a fun movie. It's a lot. Oh, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's just one of those fun, like, if you go to see it in the theater, you want to get a group of people, just go just have fun or just have, of course, you can't yeah. do it now, but, you know, just one of those party movies where you just sit around and have everybody there. Um, then I watched Office Christmas Party. See, those are the two that are on my list I haven't watched yet. Yeah. So. Really? <laughs> but um, also, I thought it was good. Got uh, T.J. Miller just doing doing him. Um, he'll, be here in Jan- he'll be here 1st of January at Sandy's. Oh, snap. Cool. Um, I didn't know he did stand up. Oh, that's all I know. I knew, yeah, because he uh, he was on Douglas movies uh, all the time before before he really you know kind of got big. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, but um, but yeah, I thought that was a pretty good movie. It was more this stuff happens around Christmas. It's not necessarily a Christmas like it's it is a Christmas movie, but it's not like. You know, you're waking up the next morning to gifts. Right. Um, but then the, the last movie I watched, I just finished watching it today. It's kind of a confession. Uh-oh. I've never completely watched this Christmas movie that people argue year after year whether or not it's really a Christmas movie. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> say it isn't so. Won't you, won't you say it for me? Where is he? No. Where is he? <laughs> I, I never watched it all the way through. Not saying I never watched. I just never watched it all the way through. (laughs) Ah, yes. Die Hard. Oh my God. Oh, Patrick. Oh, oh. I think the last time, or the first time I may have watched it when I was like younger. So I don't even know if I completed it then. But when I was watching it, I didn't recognize a lot of things. So like I know I didn't ever completely watch it. But right. It's definitely a Christmas movie. I don't care what, yeah. what it's, it's a Christmas movie. And then I was reading an article today where they're saying about the first Lethal Weapon also should be yeah. a Christmas movie. So it's on my Christmas list from last year when our last Christmas episode. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad you watched it too. Yeah. So, so I left that last. Hit <laughs> that. Oh. Uh. I was like, "What's where's he going with this?" And then I, it started hitting me, and I'm like, "That nah, can't be right." It's one of two things: it either has to be that or Home Alone. Yeah, just, <laughs> I was like, maybe he's going to go talk about how he didn't, how he went back and finished watching Jingle Jangle. I don't know. I haven't started that. <laughs> you say you started it, but then you kind of well, turned it off because there was too much music and singing and dancing. Well, I watched the trailer and I saw how oh, much okay. singing. I was like, yeah, oh. I got to prepare myself for that. Well, I know. Um, because so today I asked the question on our on our group page, you know, hey, um, what new Christmas movies have you watched mm-hmm. that um, 
that you hadn't seen before. And a lot of people put Jingle Jangle and the Christmas Chronicles and the Christmas Christmas Chronicles 2 were kind of the one with the most votes. I'm trying to think of what else um, was on there. But those seem to be the ones that got the most. And the the Hulu one, the Dan Levy one. Yes, uh, Happiest Season, which I will talk about. Um, I was going to talk. Okay, you can talk about it. I'll jump in. I don't care. God, it's almost as if we watched it together. Um, let's see. The Well, the last one I watched, um, I went back, way back, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Of course, you know, that's always showed on TV and CBS, but I hadn't watched it in a while, so I checked it out again. And, um, yeah, it's classic Peanuts. Yeah, but I enjoyed yep. it. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. But I, I kind of had fun watching the movies. It was cool. Good. I'm, good. I think I'm all burnt out on Christmas movies, though. I feel you. Yeah. I totally I, feel you. I think I watched a bunch of good ones. Okay. I agree. All right. Ruth, you're up. Am I just supposed to talk about what I watched? That's just... it? You can talk about what you watched. You can talk about some of your favorites, too. I mean, that's... Well, I watched, like, eight bajillion Lifetime Christmas movies. You've watched at least 20. <laughs> I, and that, fair, I mean, it's a rough just kind of on while I'm doing other things. Agreed. And, and by the way, Lifetime movies are better than Hallmark Christmas movies. So, just going to put that out there. Okay. All right. You're, you're very brave. <laughs> That is my stance, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. No, Hallmark Christmas movies are all, like, Candace Cameron and Churchy and okay. Bland. And, like, Lifetime Christmas movies have people of color. They have representation. They have, they have the new gay one that came out this year. So, there's, there's a lot more diversity okay. in the Lifetime universe. Gotcha. So, yeah, that was Christmas setup. Watched that one today with the nanny. Okay, that's and good. The, Start there. It had the nanny. <laughs> I, I'm hoping you're, this is, so this is a game that Ruth and I play <laughs> where it's, I get to guess who she's talking about or what show or movie <laughs> by, her give, by her giving me the worst descriptions possible. <laughs> This morning, I went, ooh, who are you supposed to be, Bob Marley? I go, what the hell is she talking about, Bob Marley? Did he do something? Is that a song? Like, is there a song I'm not, you know, like that I'm not thinking of? I'm like, probably, because I know where Bob Marley's coming from. And I'm like, what the fuck? She-? And then it finally hit me. I go, are you talking about Jacob Marley? Jacob Marley, Bob Cratchit, whatever. Dang. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing I have relatively good problem-solving skills. <laughs> or else I would just be like, yes, Bob Marley. But you know, the Christmas setup, that was cute. And it had the chick from the nanny. And that was the the one with the two guys, which I loved. Because I was rooting for them more than I've ever root, like rooted for any heterosexual couple in any Lifetime movie. So, 
All right. So for those for those that don't know, the Christmas setup is like Root said on a on a lifetime. It came out this year. Um, it does star Fran Drescher of the Nanny fame. My notes it's, literally just say Christmas setup Nanny Gates. <laughs> <laughs> That's very direct. Um, so basically, the plot is as they enjoy the local holidays together. Hugo and Patrick's attraction to each other is undeniable, but as Hugo receives word of a big promotion requiring him move to London, he must decide what is most important to him. Spoiler alert: love or free healthcare. That's that's his choice. That, that's the choice. Pretty much. That sounds like a <laughs> lifetime thing. <laughs> Does the nanny come with it? Like, how does that work? She's. This is where you talk about the movie. What did you like about it? The LGBTQIA plus representation of it. Okay. And they were lovable characters. Okay. And oddly enough, while the nanny was in it, it was all very Christmassy. And, I mean, you know, typically in the nanny, and you know, she's. I mean, okay, everything I know about Hanukkah, I learned from watching The Nanny as a child, pre doing, doing better than me. Uh, everything okay, I learned. Not everything, but like a good majority of uh, it. Eight Crazy Nights. That's all I got. But anyway, she was. I liked it. Okay. I got a lot to go through here, so. Okay. Um, <laughs> the movie also stars <laughs> Ellen Wong, Chad, Chad Connell, Ben Lewis. Wakely. Oh, there are there are a couple in real life. I read. Oh, okay. See? Cool. Good things to know. Cool. All right. Do you want to move um, on? To and then after that, I watched the um the Christmas Ever After with the writer girl um that's in the wheelchair. Who is the first uh, there's some fact there about she's the first one to win a Tony, I think. Anyway. Yep, that's it. Allie Stroker. That's her. Uh, also came out this year. Sparks fly during Christmas time when a romance novelist meets a handsome man <laughs> who looks like the leading character in her books. Okay. Also starring Dan D. T. Tommaso, Bill Marchant, Malia Charlotte. I don't know who any of those people are. Cressetine? Crest- I don't know. Me either. I'm just trying to... Yeah, Larry Day, on Day. Yeah, I don't know who these people are. That's okay. I'm sure they are doing great. And was this also on Lifetime? Yes. Okay. Um. So, yes. So the main character is uh wheelchair bound. Yes. Disabled. Uh, not really disabled, but she's no. She's in a wheelchair. There we go. Okay. Um. Which again, representation yes. matters. Yep. Which is great. Um. I thought she looked like. I was like, it's Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> it's like, she got a sister? Because that's <laughs> who she reminded me of. Yeah. The girl from The Invisible Man that we watched. Handmaiden's Tale. Okay. That person. That's who okay. she reminded me of. I was like... She's got better hair. Yeah, no, she totally is. Um, so, what else did you like about this movie? Okay. I, I think that you are overestimating liking Lifetime Christmas movies. 
They just kind of just, exist. Yes, but you can still find them. And they make you feel good, okay. and you watch them, and it's tradition. Okay, what but, what about it doesn't... About the mood, though. I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. Okay. I mean... I'm not trying to attack you. Everything always you. works out in the end. That's yes. what I love about them. Okay. Is they're all just, like, happy and feel good. And, well, there's, you know, slight conflict at some point. Because it can't be too much. Because, you know, there has to be some sort of, you know, drama to drive the story. But it always works out in the end, and you always feel good. Okay. Until about the third one, when you're just, like, inexplicably angry for no reason. Okay, so let's... So we have the third one. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Christmas Unwrapped was also this year on Lifetime. Christmas Unwrapped. And that has the chick that used to be in Greek, who is, I found out, is Shadow Stevens' daughter. She is adorable. I love her. What's it called? Christmas what? Christmas Unwrapped. Unwrapped. Okay. It's about a reporter. Yeah, it's a big career move. Amber Stevens West. Okay. Shadow Stevens' daughter. Okay. Adorable. Love her. Okay. And... Honestly, I don't remember how that one ended. I'm sure they ended up together, but most of these I start watching at the beginning, and then I get distracted doing other things. And like I said, they're just kind of on. Oh, Cheryl Wyatt is in this one, so that's somebody. They I always know. work out in the end. And is there anybody else that I might recognize? Probably not. But it's always good to look. Yes, an ambitious, prog- pragmatic reporter learns the true meaning of Christmas as an adult. When she investigates Eric Gallagher, a millionaire who insists that all the gifts that arrive on Christmas every year are from none other than Santa himself. So he's delusional? Mm. That's what it sounds like. Not diagnosed. Okay. <laughs> um, then there was also the Christmas on the Square Dolly movie. Okay. That is just very much stage musical on the screen. Okay, so not for Patrick. Not for Patrick. Do not run for Patrick. (laughs) Cute, happy. Like I said, it it was very much a stage musical. Okay. Which, if you like that sort of thing, you'll love it. And Dolly is the queen. Yes. You can't go wrong. Um, Happy season. Lifetime really pumps out these movies. Do what? No, I was just saying, Lifetime really pumps out these movies. Oh, yeah, they pump them out like crazy. Because they make Christmas movies year-round. So, fun yeah. fact, there's like there's a bunch of them that were on, and apparently they were all made last year. But as I was watching them, they all referenced this Winter Storm Megan. <laughs> Winter Storm. So there were like three or four different movies that I had on that references. So it like, you know, shows that they all take place in the same universe. Basically. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Like, yeah, like there is like this theme throughout them of either getting stranded somewhere by Winter Storm Megan or somebody couldn't come in because of so. So it's their version of their own universe. That's cool. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The one with Sabrina that we watched with Sabrina and Michael Gross. Oh, yes. The hotel, that was one of them. Um, That would be, hold on. Uh, Christmas Reservation. Yes, I have that one down. Think. At least it's ones that I've watched, but not to talk about. But I actually did enjoy that one uh, for what it was. Mm-hmm. I had some issues with it, but it's. But yeah, it took place in that lifetime universe. Yeah. Mm. 
And then I watched the other one with her and Jason Priestley. Okay. Where she was... Was she a podcaster? She might have been a podcaster. I seriously doubt it. They don't make movies about <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> they only make cool... Look it they, up. I bet they, she is. They, what's, do you remember the name of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote it down. Dear Christmas. <clears throat> I bet if you put in Dear Christmas, like, 12 movies pop up. Uh, it dear, just seems like a I just wrote common... Dear. I just wrote Dear. <laughs> it popped up. Yep. Natalie has a hit podcast based on love. Problem is, she's not very good Can't at finding find it herself. Own. That's when, that's when a Chris Massey enters her Chris life. Chris Massey, Christmas, get it? Oh God, that's terrible. <laughs> enters her life and shakes things up. Not to mention his name. Wow. <laughs> I feel offended by knowing this. I, f- I feel about as offended by knowing that fact <laughs> that I do that Ben Affleck's character, his name in Reindeer Games is Rudy. <laughs> that that okay. it's on that <laughs> of feeling offended. Yeah. <laughs> like personally offended. Like I feel like I need to go punch the writer of this. Did he drink a lot and had a red nose? Oh my god. No. <laughs> you not no, I'm Oh no, it's me. not good. Is that the one with with James Gandalf. Come on, you can do it. There you go. No, that's Surviving Christmas, which I will talk about briefly. Um, no, um, hold on. Reindeer Games is where he has to go uh, rob a casino on Christmas. But he doesn't want to, and it's they covered it on How Did This Get Made, and that's actually where I found out, because I tried to forget that movie. Oh my god, why can't I spell? <laughs> I can't spell reindeer. Oh my god. Wow. Got it right. Hold on. Um, here we go. From 20 year old movie, Rudy Duncan. That's what it is. Gary Sinise is in it. Charlie Theron. Uh, James Frain. Let's see. Isaac Hayes. Yes, that Isaac Hayes. Ron Jeremy. Ew. Yep. <laughs> Donald Logue. Danny Trejo. Yay! Dennis Farina. Um, There's a special place in my heart for Danny Trejo. Ashton Kutcher. That's <laughs> a small role. Um, yeah, after assuming his dead cellmate's identity to get with the other man's girlfriend... Confused yet? An ex-convict mm. finds himself a reluctant participant in a casino heist. How did... If she Direct, was his girlfriend, how did she not know that that wasn't him? Uh, probably just girlfriend by mail type of thing. Oh. Kind of like the online. It would be the version of today's online girlfriend. From Canada? Basically yeah. catfished her, but... Yes, pretty much. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> and that is directed by John Frankenheimer, too. That's sad state of affairs. Uh, let's see, written by Aaron Kruger. Kruger. No, I'm sorry. Kruger. Sorry. Um, anyways, I think we were going to try and talk about Happiest. I still, I'm like, I'm already moving on from your, as much as I love Jason Priestley having met him and everything, um, I, I need to move on from that movie. Okay, so. Christmas Eve. Oh. Then there was this one called Christmas Hotel, 
which is also in the Winter Storm Megan universe. And it was one big commercial. Like, you thought the KFC one that's coming out that I've not watched yet was bad? Like, it, it was like bad product placement in the middle of it. Like, oh, your dad's using his new Ninja Air Fryer. You know how much he loves kitchen gadgets. <laughs> and hey, you have to go to Etsy.com to check this out. Like, it was seriously like one long product placement commercial. It was bad. Dang. Maybe no shame and how they financed. Hey, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's also in the Josie and the Pussycat universe of product placement. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Um, and then we watched that horrible snow globe movie. Oh, you watched that more than I did. I caught parts of it that I was like, I, 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 I don't want to know about this. This movie's so bad. It's bad. It's but bad. But then there is the like, one oh called God. like Snow Globe Christmas that has Alicia Witt and Donald Faison in it. That is really cute, and I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to snow globe, no. Because I'm like, what is going on? You're like, I, I don't know. Or she just, know. like, like wills herself into the snow globe. Where there's, like, a town, and there's people, like, actual people and stuff, and I'm like, oh, my and God. I still don't understand the point it, of it. Christina Milian. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. like, uh, basically, like, when Brainiac shrinks the cities and puts them in the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> like City of Candor. This is basically what that is, except for a Christmas version of it. And she shrinks, she somehow magically puts herself in this town and. Like, just freely comes in and out of it. Yeah, and it's like breaking up relationships or some shit. I don't know. I seriously only caught <laughs> what's up. And I, was, I was like, and the town know. exists inside the snow globe? Uh huh. Yes. You're putting too much thought into it already. I no, I'm just. I'm just okay. It's like it's just definitely. I guess it's lifetime. See, <laughs> this is where they need to take the Christmas movie of it and then turn it into a Halloween movie of it. It's a horror movie. Or yes. then they come out of the snow globe and start killing people. Or vice versa. That'd be the middle. Mysterious killer keeps coming in. <laughs> yeah. Freaking have it because they hate Christmas. So it's like a, it's almost like a Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's a true Nightmare Before Christmas. Or people go in, get trapped, and they got to figure out how to get them out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, we, that's, that'd be perfect. This is, where your, this is where your podcaster would fit into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. These podcasters are only in horror movies, and then they get killed. Um, And then there was that bad 12 Dates of Christmas that was Groundhog Day oh, at Christmas. God. With Amy Smart. Yes. 12 Dates of Christmas. Yep. That's a new one. Too, just relived it? it over and over and over. It was well, Groundhog it's, Day. Uh, 2000, it's, so it's new on Disney Plus, but I think it when I looked it up because I was looking up trivia because I was trying to distract myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at trivia of it, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Um, 2011. Yeah, 2011 with Amy Smart and uh, oh, Mark yeah, Paul Gosselin. Yes, and Zach Morris is in it. So hmm. I already forgot he was in it only reason to watch it that's probably why i put it on to begin with probably uh, yeah a story that follows kate a young woman who after a horrible blind date on christmas eve wakes up to find she is reliving that same day and date all over again Man. and each day each new day there's a reference to whatever there's like a very subtle reference to each day of the 12 days of christmas okay so like it they're like uh the hockey team was the lords yes and, and leaping 
there's a she was having a conversation with some guy in like a conservatory, like a plant conservatory. I forget what you call this. And there were like eight kids walking by um, that had geese head, like hats or whatever. So eight geese. Yeah, they were laying. <laughs> yeah, they're laying, laying. Uh, oh lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it was it was it was rough. It was that was rough to get through. That was yeah. so rough to get through. Well, ironically, we are 12 days before Christmas. Exactly. So here's to your partridge and a pear tree behind you. <laughs> partridge and a Christmas tree behind you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mother of God. Um, I mean, I watched some more, but they're all basically the same. So. Uh, Big city girl goes home. Tries to save some sort of landmark from... Landmark or family that doesn't normally get the disgruntled family or whatever you call it. Runs into her high school sweetheart. Something like that. And then has to make a decision while I'm leaving in a couple of days. He chops wood for a living. She grabs a mistletoe. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Et cetera, et cetera. Paint by numbers. Every other one. (laughs) All right. Well, all right. We'll go. So. I'm just going to run down the list of movies I've seen and I've paid attention to. Most I'm happy about. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll go through the ones I actually want to talk about. So we already talked about Fat Man with Mel Gibson action as Santa Claus. Um, Then I, so I rewatched the, not rewatched, I watched the remake of Black Christmas with, um, I'm already forgetting who's in it. Uh, Imogene Poots, I remember, because I actually like her. And some other people. And Sorority Girls, Christmas Time, which I don't know why they're there, because if it's Christmas, they should be, they should have been oh, out of God. school, like, yeah, like two, three weeks earlier. Yeah, but yeah. whatever. All right, logic. Yeah. It's fine, though. It's, uh, oh, Carriolas, or Yules, or however you pronounce his name. Wesley? Yes. Oh, Wesley. Yes, he was in it. Um, yeah, I did forget about that. So that was fine. It's fine. It wasn't like super gory, so I was fine with it. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. I, it's something to watch. I was I was okay with it. Um, happiest season on Hulu, which I'm going to talk about. Christmas reservations, which we did talk about, was Melissa Joan Hart. I actually thought it was really cute, and probably would actually rewatch that one. It's not bad. I like that one better than the the Jason Priestley. Out of the ones we've Melissa watched, one. of the ones that I've watched that you've had on, that's the one I've actually not minded. Um, and then let's see. I did watch Surviving Christmas, the Ben Affleck one with James Gandolfini. Um, so it was. Directed, I think it was directed by the same people that did Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. Or they might have done a story. No, they did. No, no, no. Take it back. Directed by somebody else. They essentially wrote a punch-up script because they're when they started filming the movie, they only had like parts of a script, but not actually a full script. So a lot of it was actually um, a lot of it was actually ad-libbed, which does show. They finally ended up, when they finally 
when the couple came on board um, to write, finish writing the rest of the script, you could kind of feel a little more fluidness. However, Ben Affleck's character is just so over the top ridiculous. Like, his character is just ungodly unbelievable. Um, like, bro, you need to, like, you're at, like, an 11. You need to bring it down to at least a 6 or a 7. And he wasn't there. <laughs> um, so that's the main one of the main issues I had with uh, Christina Applegate was also in it. And I'm trying to remember who played the mother. Might have been Catherine O'Hara. I think played the mother, and James Gandolfini is the death of this <laughs> family. Yeah. We love her. Exactly. And uh, it, it was okay. It wasn't great, though, but it was okay. I didn't get around to watching the night before or office Christmas party, but I do have it on my list here. I want to watch that with you. Okay. And I did watch, I finally got around to watching Last Christmas. Uh, which I will talk about. 12 Dates of Christmas, which we just talked about. Godmothered, which I talked about last week yeah. with uh, I Watched with Grayson. And uh, Unaccompanied Minors, which we will talk tonight because that was our family movie of the night. Family movie this week. There we go. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Happiest Season on Hulu starring Kay Stew, Kristen Stewart. Mackenzie Davis, which we all know my love for Mackenzie Davis from Halt and Catch Fire, and then Tully, and the newest, most uh, recent Terminator. I didn't understand any of those words you just said. I know. It's okay. I don't know who she is. I know. Um, Mary Steenburgen. She was the one with the dark hair, dark hair. Is she married to, well, no, I I know that. I didn't know who she was in the movie, but I'd never seen her before. Oh. I don't think I did. Uh, Mary Steenburgen, Victor Garber, um, Allison Brie, Mary Holland, Dan Levy. Most importantly, Dan Levy. I won't go that far. Um, Aubrey Plaza, and then Anna Gasteyer. Trying to think if there's anybody else. Michelle Buteau. Timothy Simons, which some people would know. Lauren Lapkus. Uh, basically a pretty good-sized cast. Directed by... Writ, co-written by Mary Holland and Clea Duvall. Also directed by Clea Duvall, which is awesome. Uh, so it's a holiday romantic <coughs> comedy that captures the range of emotions tied to wanting your family's acceptance, being true to yourself, and trying not to ruin Christmas. So basically... K-Stew brings her girlfriend, uh, K-Stew's character Abby, brings home Mackenzie Davis's character Harper home for Christmas. They've been in a relationship um, for a while, but she's never met her parents, and turns out that... Wait, it's the other way around. Harper brings home Abby. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Harper brings home Abby. Sorry. Kenzie Davis's character brings home Case 2's character. She's never come out to her family. So most of the time it's just her friend Abby that's coming to for Christmas because she doesn't have anybody else. And, you know, while her dad's trying to run for mayor, which is weird during December, 
because all that stuff's usually done in November, but whatever. Let's get past all that. <laughs> um, but he's very, kind of very proper and all this stuff, and so... Maybe it's an April election. Maybe. Um, Allison Bree plays one of the sis plays uh, Harp plays Sloane. Harper's kind of more uptight, I guess. Put together, I don't know. Older. Older sister who's married and has two kids. And uh, Mary Holland plays Jane, the middle child, middle sister, who is just kind of middle or youngest. I thought she was the youngest. Probably the youngest, but she's very. They've clearly given up at that point. Pretty much, and the like. Jane's character is like very childlike, even though she's grown. But she's very just happy and childlike and doesn't care what anybody thinks. Pretty much. So it's a it's about, you know, Abby trying to get to know all these other members of the family. But uh, um, oh, and um, Aubrey Plaza plays Riley, who was Harper's girlfriend in high school. High school. Mm-hmm. OK, but uh Basically, Harper basically never wanted to tell anybody and broke it up fairly quickly because she was afraid her parents would find out. She wasn't ready to come out yet. So the movie, the movie's fun. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. It had a decent story. It's even if it is kind of more of a typical story, but for Christmas, I mean, for a Christmas movie, it's actually really well done. Very well acted. It was a lot. It had some good humor in it. Um, Dan Levy. Is in it for a few scenes, and he's fine. Okay. okay. He's very much just at playing Dan Levy, playing Dan Levy. I mean, he's... Uh, but he's... Yes, he's fine. Um, but I'll reply to this character. You kind of, at one point, think that the movie's not going to end like a traditional movie, you know, like a traditional happy ending. Like, there's, which I kind of would have been okay I with. Kind of, I would have actually preferred. Yeah. yeah, I same. You know, you kind of at one point think that Abby's just going to leave Harper and go back to the city or whatever, and whatever, or, or hook up with Riley, or hook up with Riley, which Ruth and I both kind of were hoping for. Yeah, sadly, did not happen. But. It's fine. Uh, Harper and Riley kind of, I don't say make up because that makes it sound like they make up, make up. But they clear some things up, I guess is a better way to word it. They clear some things up and everything turns out okay. It's a cute movie. Um, I'd recommend it. It's on Hulu. If you've already got it, you might as well watch it. Some How great acting. I don't know. Maybe because of the whole gay thing. That's so... Uh, I don't know. Girl. Look it up and find out. Because um, we had watched that with the kids. Or at least with Grayson. I mean, they weren't... Yeah, but she wasn't, like, watching it, watching it, though. So, moving on to the... One of the movies that Rotten Tomatoes put... Um, even though it's rated rotten, movies we still love, the, or movies we still love, even though it's rot, you know, it got a rotten score. Last Christmas, yes. I just remembered what else I watched that I loved. 
how did I forget all of this in my life? With that girl in it. That same girl. Amelia Clark? Yeah. From Game of Thrones? Wait a minute. Maybe that's not her. Probably not. Sorry, carry on. Okay. You, you, you think on that one, okay? Okay. All right. So, uh, Last Christmas came out last Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> came out last year. Uh, it's an hour and 43 minutes long. It also is rated PG-13, which I'm not exactly sure why. Um, it's about uh, Amelia Clark, who plays Kate, and Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians, who uh, plays Tom. Kate's a young woman, subscribed to bad decisions. Working as an elf in a year-round Christmas store is not good for the wannabe singer. However, she meets Tom there. Her life takes a new turn. For Kate, it seems too good to be true. Also starring Emma Thompson as Petra, uh, Kate's mother. And uh, I'm trying to think who else it is. Oh, Michelle Yeoh plays Santa, the owner of the Christmas store. Patty Lupone as Joyce. And um, Rob uh, Rob Delaney as the theater director. Peter Senefinowitz as the theater producer. So, this movie is highly predictable in so many ways, as a lot of Christmas movies kind of tend to be. Um, Which is fun. I mean, it doesn't... It is extremely heavily reliable on the music of George Michael, which is not saying it's a bad thing. I mean, it's at least the songs are placed in the right. That's where the oh, oh wham! It hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your elf. All right. Um. Yeah, it's cute. She does make horrible decisions. Uh, you wonder what, like, when she's trying to figure out why she can never, she keeps trying to give Tom her phone number, but he keeps, he says he keeps his phone locked in the cabinet because that way he can dis- disconnect and just kind of, he says he's a lot happier when he's able to disconnect from, from everything. So she's never able to reach him. She just more or less has to find him at night after she gets off work most of the time. It could be. There's a lot of different theories out there as to why it is she can't. She has a hard time finding, being able to reach him. It's a cute movie. I actually enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I'm glad I watched it on. I think it's on HBO right now. Um, I'm glad I watched it there. I mean, I would have actually did try to red box it, but. <clears throat> We got the Blu-ray, and our Blu-ray, that's when our, like, our Blu-ray player went out and I had to go buy a new one. So I ended up just renting, mm-hmm. I ended up just renting, a, uh, uh, I ended up just taking it back, and I'm like, oh, good, it's on HBO. I just watch it there. Yeah. So. I actually, I actually watched it in theater when it came out. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did you so, think? I think, I think I we, talked, I think we talked about it, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was, I also thought it was a cute movie. Um, you know, yeah predictable but you know it's the kind of movie you just don't really expect a lot from you just kind of enjoy it for what it is <clears throat> and um yeah i mean it's a short movie it 
Yep. I didn't. I definitely didn't hate it. Um, but I thought it was worth the time. You know, if you got HBO, definitely check it out. Yeah. So. Okay, ahead. the one yes. I was thinking of, yes, it was Kieran it. and Shipka, not Amelia Clark, apparently. Were you using words right then? Who? The new Sabrina. Oh. It was, anyway, that, it was not Amelia Clark that was in the movie I watched, but Let It Snow. Let It Snow? I think it was last year it came out. Super adorable. Okay. Just kind of ensemble cast, a couple of little, like, intertwining stories. Adorable. Loved it. Okay. So next is a uh, a movie that I had Ruth watch with me last night, to which I <laughs> think she kind of regretted <laughs> accepting. But we watched a movie called um, called Christmas Time. Christmas Time is on Amazon Prime. Uh, Christmas Rebrand- Time, on, yeah, yeah, rebranded though. Yeah. Apparently, it was called My Brother's the Time, Time Traveler. Traveler. Yeah. Forever but, and then, yeah. So it's called Christmas Time. It's from uh, 2017. It's an hour and 30 minutes long. <clears throat> Stars McLean Nelson as McLean Bernard. They're always stretched for this one. Jake Van Wagoner as Jake Bernard. Claire Niederprum. Doesn't matter. Yep. As Claire <laughs> Bernard. Adam Johnson as Ranger Cal Rosenbaum. And most importantly. Most importantly, James Murray from the Tenderloins, a.k.a. Practical Jokers, as Dr. Murphy, which is honestly probably the main reason why we watch this movie. No, it's that. Yeah. Sorry. Totally. The that's reason. the main reason why the Ruth watched this movie. Only reason. Only reason why Ruth watched this movie. He's only in it for like two scenes, <laughs> which bothered her. I thought she, he was going to end up showing up at the cabin at some point. Like, what about Bob? Yeah. So, two estranged brothers try to reconnect at Christmas time, but there's something that one of them can't get past. The other thinks he's a time traveler. So, I actually kind of like that premise. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's got myrrh in it. And it's... It was a Kickstarter. It, Kickstarter. It, it's possible time traveling movie i'm like all right yeah sure why not ruth did more trivia on this movie than i did i had a lot of time while it was showing kind of like i did during 12 <laughs> dates of christmas <laughs> <laughs> um it's directed by jake van wagoner and written by mclean nelson and jake van wagoner so there you go the main reason i did research with though was to try and find the end credit scene because Amazon Prime cut it off. Oh, yeah, that's true. But there's apparently an uncredit scene. Yeah. So this movie's not, in my opinion, or it's going to have a different one. In my opinion, I don't think the the movie is bad. I think it tries really hard. Um, Jake's character tries really hard to be Zach Galifianakis in this movie. Mm-hmm. I see him more like, as Tyler, what's his face? Wabine. Yeah. God, I'm good at this. See, this is the game I'm telling you about. I could have said Durden, and she would have been like, <laughs> maybe. That didn't sound right, but that could be it. Tower, no. The creator, no. Um, what's it again? Okay. All right. Uh, same way wins. Thank God. 
Um, I could see that, but I think he, his... I don't know. His oddballness, I guess is a good way to put it, which just gave me that kind of Zach Galifianakis vibe and that he was trying a little bit too hard. Yeah. And McQueen Nelson's character... At first, I thought McQueen was like a was like an homage to like Die Hard, like a John McQueen thing. I was like, okay, cool. They're trying to just do that. No, no, it's just because that's his real name. And that's just, that kind of let me down a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I liked what they were trying to do with it. I wish there was more, wish there would have been more of him time traveling or scenes where he had, you know what I mean? Um, but they focused a lot on them trying to rebuild their relationship, which I did like. I found it weird that Jake had been living in a tent out in the wilderness by himself, whereas McLean had a really good job, and they were just going to the cabin with his wife for Christmas, and that their parents had left them. They're both, you know, the parents died in a car accident. So that's kind of where Jake kind of got the started this whole time traveling thing as more of a trauma, you know, induced coping mechanism, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And, you know, they're trying to rebuild the relationship. And of course, McQueen can't get over the fact, can't just let him just have his little delusions or whatever that he has, or believe that he does time travel in time. And Jake can't, understand that McLean may need, you know, doesn't believe and that's okay. Maybe he needs to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. As brothers do, they fight, so, because there's got to be some sort of tension. But it is heartfelt, and it does try to have some sort of message. It just didn't quite land, um, in my opinion. So, and there and yes, it was I agree. Awkward. Yeah, and I agreed there wasn't enough myrrh in it. So, just like the scenes and the interactions, and it ever it was just awkward. Yeah. Um, just. Okay. And then, um, moving on to our family movie night movie. I had never seen this movie. Neither had the kids. Apparently, Ruth had seen I it. I have. Is Unaccompanied Minors from 2006. I forgot what channel it's on. Uh, you can rent it on Prime and iTunes. I'm trying to remember how we watched it, to be honest. I think right. iTunes. No, we watched it on... Mm. I, I can't remember. Um, so... Starring Dylan Christopher, Tower James Williams, Gia Mantegna, Quinn Shepard, Lewis Black, Wilmer Valderrama, Brett Kelly, uh, it's a Paget Stewart or Brewster, I mean, Paget Brewster or Paget, came there. Uh, Rob Cordry, Dominique Saldana, Jessica Walters, Rod Riggle. David Keckner, BJ Novak, Melissa, or excuse me, Mindy Kaling, Kevin McDonald, Bruce McCullough, Mark McKinney, yeah, uh, Tony Hale, Cedric Garborough, Kristen Wiig, Nick Thune, 
like a who's Wayne Fetterman, like a who's who of cameos, Ben Falcone, and Al Was Roker. Is that McCarthy's husband? Yes. He's one of the ones that played one of the Santas at the beginning. Directed by Paul Feig. Um, from 2006 at an hour and 30 minutes long. A group of unaccompanied minors bond while snowed in at the Midwestern Hoover International Airport during the holiday season and ultimately create a makeshift holiday themselves. The kids really liked this movie. I had never seen it. I thought it was super cute. Yeah. It's basically, I was sitting here watching, I'm like, this is Die Hard 2 with kids and no shooting. <laughs> basically, everybody's trapped in an airport at Christmas Eve. And there's one bad guy they have to defeat, <laughs> essentially. And they and both movies have people in air ducts. Boom. I'm blown. You're welcome. So, um, no, it's super cute. I liked it. Yeah. Adorable. I liked it when I saw it, like... 14 years ago? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, the kids really liked it. It was a lot of fun. I would definitely recommend it if you can find it. I think it's great family movie. It's definitely good for family movie nights if you have, you know, if you're doing that. And, um, or just something to have on for the kids while you're trying to cook or do something. Kids will like Kids of all ages. Uh, Grayson liked it. York liked it. So um, that doesn't happen too often. Yeah, it doesn't. But when it does, you know, we we bookmark it for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I love Lewis Black. I've seen him live twice. I think. I don't know. I've loved him for a year. So I, I'll watch. I'll watch him anger, angrily read the phone book and be perfectly entertained. So, yeah, and then, oh, I made, so this isn't a complete tailing movie night because York wasn't here because we watched this one night when York wasn't here. I found Yogi's first Christmas movie. I don't remember if you know if you remember this from 1980. No, nope. so. okay. So we had this on videotape like I, it was on TV when they would back when they showed all that stuff on TV. Yeah. And I remember we actually had it on VHS and um, my brother Jeremy and I would watch it a lot. And I'm trying to figure out why now. (laughs) (laughs) After watching it now, I'm like, why did we like this? This movie's, oh, this movie's tough. So from 1980. I think you were three. Yeah, but I'm sure we watched. I'm sure we didn't. I'm sure they re, were showing it year after year after year after year when, for the longest time. So I was probably like six at least. Still, I was six. Yeah. You seen so, some of the stuff our six-year-old watches? I know. Have you? No. <laughs> um, at an hour and three. Wild Kretz <laughs> Christmas special. I didn't download that. Um. At an hour and. Th- 38 minutes long it is easily it is easily 38 minutes too long (laughs) hour too long yeah almost uh yogi boo boo and cindy are awakened from hibernation enjoy their friends christmas activities while interfering with two villains's 
efforts to ruin the holiday. So, yeah, it's really weird. So they're in hibernation. I remember that part as a child, though. Like, I remember Yogi sleeping through Christmases and had never experienced Christmas before. So I had to have seen it at some point. Because that triggered a memory. Yeah. So, (laughs) but what, there's so many. And I know now, because I'm older, I think of things that are, I easily (laughs) try and use logic too much. But... You know, when I'm when I'm watching Yogi's first Christmas movie, logic's killing me on this. Because I'm trying to figure out, okay, there people are coming to this lodge like as if it's gonna get shut down. So they don't actually have people coming to the lodge. They have all these other talking animals coming to the lodge. Huckleberry Hound, um Snagglepuss. For sure even uh uh <laughs> The two dogs, the father and son dog, I can never remember. But it is, then they have essentially like this benefactor or this person that is going to invest or something like that. That has all this Margaret Dumont character from, you know, Oh, the Tucker Carlson kid. Yes, that has a kid that looks like Tucker Carlson. It's creepy. Like, it's like brown hair, bow tie, suit. Evil. Yeah, it's just, it's rough. It is, yeah. Anyway, so he makes he makes friends with this now well, this hillbilly more or less. Checks out. Yeah, my old miser hillbilly guy that lives in the lives in like a cave or something like that, and yeah. they're gonna ruin the Christmas party. And meanwhile, in order to help more or less save this hotel, they're having all these different games with all of essentially Yogi's friends, but they're not having any other customers at this hotel it just seems like it's more of a private christmas party than it is one you would want to have more and more people it seems like you would advertise more right because they're yeah. skiing like there's snow, so there should be so you should have people that are wanting to ski ice skate and do all this you know all this other fun stuff in winter yeah it's a cartoon about a talking bear who steals picnic baskets where did you think they were going to bring in logic? I don't in know. Story? I don't know. I was hoping for something. And the the singing is so, like, we watched Muppet Christmas Carol, or we started watching Classic. it. Started watching it earlier today. And the One of my top three favorite Christmas carols. There you go. With Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> um... But they, the Muppet Christmas Carol actually has good music in it. This Yogi's, even for it being dated, even for it being, God help us, 40 years old, the music's not good. Yeah. It's not catchy. Like, it's just, it's bad. And, yeah. And Grayson wasn't interested in it. Like, that's how I could kind of help gauge whether or not, is it just it me? Is it a, yeah. Does it yeah. hold up or not? Nope, she was done. What, okay. 20 minutes in? But I I kept it on because I'm like, no, I'm going to watch this all the way through. <laughs> no, it was bad. It was it was, it was rough. My Christmas Carol is way better. Yeah. Even Mickey's Christmas Carol is better. I like that one. Yeah. 
So also in my top three. So yeah, it's bad. Um, so if you have a chance to watch it, don't say I didn't warn you, because um, it is kind of rough to watch. But okay. you know, it's if so it, like me, if like me, it was a piece of your childhood. You know, by all means, watch Please it. Please don't put any effort or energy into trying to find it. So and if you do, just know you've been warned. Turn, turn the brain off and just background. Just have it in the background, maybe. 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 Do some laundry, it's, some cooking. Yeah. Other things. But, yeah, it's it was a tough watch. Um, let's see. Is there anything else I wanted to cover? Dude, Patrick, good. what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Christmas Story. Mm. Look at Ruth asking questions. That's why I didn't watch it this time, because I'm going to watch it Christmas Day. The guy who wrote that is grew up in the same area that I grew up in. Oh, here's... So, like, the store was... Like, I don't remember what the store is called in the movie, but it was Goldblatt's in real life. And, like, they live on, they live in Holman, but it's actually, he's from Hammond, and Holman is the main street that runs through it. Okay. So, cool. You know, part of my history. Oh. Even though the actual movie, like, the actual house is in, like, Cleveland or something. Some, I don't know. I just but know, Gene Shepard is from Hammond. I know, I know, um, my brother has gone up you know goes up there i think once a year to the house and they took my mom there one year i remember because they cut they sent us pictures and everything so that was cool but apparently the house is very tiny i don't like you know but most houses are kind of tiny in movies yeah they just make them look bigger on screen so well it helps when they take out that fourth wall yeah true that so very valuable nice. yep what is your favorite movie, Ruth? What is your favorite movie watching with your family? I'm a daughter's Jug Dan Christmas. Okay. It's, that's a good solid one. New York's mom's uh, favorite one, too. I don't know if that holds up now. It's still We still put it on every year. At least once. So. Grayson seems to like it okay. I don't think York really took to it. I think he was like, okay. Like most things. Okay. Chad. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yep. Definitely Chad from Saturday Night Live Skids. God, Lord help us. Um, I think York's gonna not get any money tonight. York had uh, predicted that he was gonna, in order to help him go to sleep, was gonna count how many times Ruth said shit. Rude. Because that's kind of her go-to curse word. Yeah. And I, I still disagree when he first, with that. When he first told me that. that when you first told me that, I cracked up laughing. Not that that was hilarious. I said, are you going to count that like you count she- like some people would count sheep? <laughs> it kind of sounds the same. Yeah. Well, that's the word I used to use to kind of get it, make it sound like I, I was saying it. So, Mom, put the kibosh on that. So, All right, man. Um, I have yet to watch Die Hard, but that doesn't mean I won't because that's just ridiculous. Yeah. This year, not yeah, this ever. Year. Oh yeah, yeah. Just this year. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. Everybody knows that. Anybody that even has met me for a few seconds knows that is the case. Um, yeah. So we're not doing trailers this week because 
Uh, we're not doing trailers this week because it's a special episode. But uh, I've already, dude, I've already got my movies for next week lined up. One I've watched and two that I'm going to watch. So Tenet drops on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. So I have to wait till Grayson goes to bed so I can come downstairs and watch it on the big TV. So, and then... Uh, it's definitely a big TV movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching it on my phone or the iPad. Nope. <laughs> no. And then um, I did watch uh, on Netflix, I watched Mank um, about Howard Mankiewicz, the the writer of Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's good. Go with that much. I don't want to give too much away because then what's the point of talking about it next week? Yeah. And then um, I am going to watch the KFC movie, A Recipe for Seduction. <laughs> That'll be my third movie. I may have a fourth. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Okay. Right now, I'm still stick. I'm still hanging on to Peninsula. I haven't watched anything else. Okay. Oh, I do have that on there as the feature for both of us yeah. to talk about. Yeah. So I do also have that as well. AKA Peninsula Korean Zombie Korean Zombie Drift. There we go. That's what they should have called it. Yep. <laughs> Maybe it's too wordy. But yes. So okay. okay. Well, I. Guess that's it for for me at least. You got anything else, buddy? Uh, I think I'll be talking about the new um, Small Axe episode too because I okay. didn't I didn't watch it this week, so I have two things. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure I'll find something else. I usually crash them in on Friday or Saturday when I can really focus on watching them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Ruth, do you have anything? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Anything you're interested in watching this week? Besides more Lifetime Christmas? I will also watch the KFC movie. Okay. Just to... Just so you can say you did? So I can say I did. Well, I mean, it's only... Really, what you should should do... this, This should be your mission this week. Your mission this week, should you choose to accept it... You've already watched a... You've already watched it. You've already watched the uh, Zach Morris Christmas movie. You'll be watching the Lopez movie. Mario Lopez is in like a bunch of Lifetime Christmas movies. Okay. You should also find a way to watch a Timothy, Tim, Tiffany Amber Theason one, which I will definitely watch you watch with you. Mm, I don't know if that exists. We can find something. And an Elizabeth Berkeley one. Striptease does not count as a <laughs> Nope, does not. That's why we can find something else. And I seriously doubt that um, Dustin Diamond has one. But, we, I mean, stranger things have happened. Isn't he in prison? He was in jail. I don't know if he still is or not. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. So, but I'm sure we could, that should be your mission, to try and complete the... Saved by the Bell movie circle. I want to see if the KFC Christmas movie mm-hmm. is a bigger commercial than the Ninja Air Fryer Etsy.com yes. Lifetime Christmas movie. You should movie. do that and report back to us and let us know. Let us know on that. All right. I think from uh, I think that about wraps it up for this year's annual 
I guess now turning into annual yeah. Happy Merry Whatever Christmas special. Merry Harder. <laughs> Sounds. If it's there's a part three, is it harder? No, um, with a vengeance. Merry with a. Electric Boogaloo? Could be. I'm just going off the Die Hard. Because Die Hard 2 is Die Hard 2. Die Harder. So I went with Mary Harder. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I like to think I'm pretty clever. I'll, I'll, uh, and go with puns. Yes, I'll. Yeah. Got plenty <laughs> of time. Yep. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. All right. For my amazing co host, Patrick Terry. And my awesome guest, uh, our our awesome guest. Me? Yes, your name. Oh, hi, Ruth. And for myself, Jeff <laughs> Hall, um, thank you for joining us for this Christmas special. We'll be back with a regular episode next week. Happy, merry, whatever. Merry harder. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.